Welcome to the show, Sports and Hip Hop with DJ Mad Max. As you all know, we have the legendary Ted Smooth, straight face. You remember? Give it, let me give you the infamous, the infamous baby boy in the back. <laughs> of course, I want to say congratulations on all your accolades, including just hearing on Instagram how it took you 25 years to remix Reasonable Doubt. Jay-Z's best album, in my opinion. Oh, my Lord. When the world hears this. It's going to be crazy. I mean, I just posted that. I don't know if it sent shockwaves. But, uh, yeah, this is um, when the world hears this, hopefully they uh, they appreciate it. Um, hold on one second. It's actually listening to the album right now. It's pretty crazy. What was the most difficult song to remix on there? Because my personal favorite is Cashmere Thoughts. I mean, shit, you might get a goddamn preview. Yeah. Oh, I appreciate that. Cashmere Thoughts. Um, you know what? My approach um, of doing this was to, to do all of the... to do all of the songs that weren't necessarily the hit records on the album. Mm -hmm. Cause I figured if I, if I could make those better, um, the, you know, feeling it, you know, all those records, those, those are kind of layups. So it kind of worked out that way. Um, so cashmere thoughts was actually one of the, one of the first ones that I did. <clears throat> Lies. The first one I did was Can't Knock the Hustle because when I created the track for it, that's what it felt. That's what I heard. And um, I actually put, I was in a studio and me and my, um, me and my, my engineer, my partner and co-producer, not of this project, but we do a lot of things together. Um, the Vibe God he was mixing a few tracks that we just did. So I put my headphones on, I started working on something else. And when I did it, I was like, damn, man, this, this feels like. So I grabbed random Jay-Z acapella, put it on it. And I was like, wow, this is like Jay. Like, I was like, let me get that. Let me see what reason, let me see what Can Knock the Hustle sounds like. And uh, when I did it, curse right mm -hmm. go ahead yeah yeah it's like some crazy shit just ran through my body like 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 all of the times that i told myself damn i wish i could you know what i'm saying it just it just hit me and i was like not even knowing that it was the 25 year anniversary this year um i was like yo i gotta do this like it just it just gave me that charge and then Nine days later, like I was done. Nine days, like let me let me let me just let me give you the exact date. So let's just see. Um, I'm curious to see how this reasonable doubt album is going to come about once the whole world hears it, but especially what can't knock the hustle because of Mary J. Blige's vocals on it. So crazy. Hold on, let me pull up. Let me let me pull up. Um, it's called Remixable Doubt. 
remixable doubt. Because <laughs> it's like, can this even be done? Um, I have here. Wow. January 29th. This has been done since January 29th. Wow. January, hold on, let me see when I started. Yeah. So I let a few people hear it. Shout out to Mr. C. I put Mr. C in the car. By the time I got to Ain't No Nigga, he just got out the car and walked off. Like, um, I played it for Kick and Pre. He just says, I, I, I need to be the first one to get this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I played it for a few people, man. And um, I don't know. Like the, the words that I picked is like, I think I've respectfully disrespected the first album, but it still sounds like 96. You know, I bought... I bought a, prior to this, I bought a, um, a SL500, a Benz convertible, two door, 1996. Like, like it, it's just been weird. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. I mean, ask away. I didn't think we was going to talk about this, but I mean, the cat is out the bag. You know what I'm saying? I've, a couple of people talking about it. I just got off the phone with a few people because I didn't really hear about anything that they were doing for the anniversary. And I was like, they got to do something. And it's been like so quiet. I remember for the 20th, um, Biggs had did this whole thing, you know, and, it, you know, it was promoted, whatever, but it's been so quiet. And like today, like I found out, like they are doing something. I'm like, all right, you know. But um, yeah, the world has to hear this. A hundred percent. With your ears and your mind, which one off of this remixable dot album is going to be the one that just blows? It's just going to blow up. Can I? If I play something, you can hear it. Let me see. Hold on. Tell me if you hear this. You hear that? A little bit. It's low? It's low. Like, do you hear I that? I could hear that. I could hear As soon as the beat started kicking in, I could hear that. I got a call, Clark Kent. I think, you know, he's one of those guys. Well, he produced Brooklyn's Finest. And it's like, I wonder what he's going to think. Does Clark can't pick up FaceTime call? I don't think he does. I'm curious to hear what he's going to think. Um, I'm sure he's going to be happy with your work from what that, that quick snippet. And you're always good with your remixes. My favorite remix of all time that you did was happy. That beat that you did with Pharrell, that was crazy. You know, you know that that's a lot of people's you know, there's so many, like, that's a lot of people's um, favorite. Um, obviously, you know, I used um, Rising to the Top. Shout out to Kenny Burke. Um, just 
a few months ago on my birthday, May 2nd, my actual birthday, I was able to, to book Kenny Burke and fly him in from Atlanta. And he performed at my birthday. It was outdoors. I don't remember the last time that Kenny Burke performed ever. I don't even remember. I, funny thing is after my birthday party, I got a few calls from promoters that were like, yo, when he, you know, we, we thought he was dead. Like so they actually said that because he's so like, he's so low key. And I mean, he just did, you know, Fat Joe came, they connected. He was just on Fat Joe show. <laughs> so, you know, to, to have the, 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 the respect and the co-sign from Kenny Burke, it's ain't really much to talk about. You feel me? Like, yeah. so um, on the happy remix, you know, everybody took, everybody took, you know, it was an up-tempo song. So everybody kind of took a high energy, uh, a high energy approach to that remix. And with me, it's all about that, you know, that, that bop, you feel me? Like I gotta, I gotta get, if you don't do like this, I'm not doing my job. So, and then, you know, using Rise to the top and then to get Kid Capri to do the intro, you know, and he didn't want to do it at first because, you know, he was kind of trying to step away from that old shit, you know, and, and I, I literally had to like talk to him. I said, yo kid, like these new kids that don't know who you are, like you want to introduce yourself to them as Kid Capri, you feel me? Like you need to hold on to that. Like don't shy away from that old shit that we used to do because that's priceless. And he was like, all right, let me try it, you know, he did it. This was like before Instagram, I think. And then, uh, or, or right on the cusp. But um, I remember Twitter went crazy. And three days later, Kid Capri calls me back and he's like, yo, he was right. <laughs> he was like, yo, the kids are going crazy. Like, I was like, you gotta trust me, man. So these are some of the things that the behind the scenes stuff that uh, that people don't know about these, uh, about these remixes. I'm, you know, I'm working on something where I guess it's gonna be a podcast or some some that you know I'm gonna get to tell these stories. They're so they're so interesting, um, at least to me. You know, um, happy is definitely a special one. You know, um, interesting to hear that that's your favorite. I don't know, my favorite on this project. Um, well, is it Kenneth? Okay, so. So can I live is one of my, it's one of my favorite records, right? It, it, I hear that record. I just think about just life being good, right? Mm -hmm. So wow, you get this whole, you're getting this whole thing now. I mean, I, I love it. So I'm riding around with my daughter. Everybody knows my daughter Ty. She, they, they've seen her grow up. She's 17 years old now. And of course, you know, when the kids jump in the car, they take the radio over, right? So that's kind of what we do. She comes in the car. And, you know, I, I, I use her to get up on what the kids are listening to, right? So she plays me just all type of shit. And uh, none of the music is, is that bop, is that feel, right? So she pulls up this Travis Scott record. It's called 90210. Are you familiar? Mm -hmm. I've heard that. Unfortunately, I'm not a big, I'm a, I'm someone like you, an old young head. I don't right. like any of the new trap records, new newer right. artists. 
I, I tolerate it because I still do these mm-hmm. of course so this record is playing and I like Travis and it's like and then all of a sudden this record the beat just fades and this other beat comes in and it's like the most soulful shit now you know my daughter's in the car now she's doing this I never she, she I never see her do this and I'm listening to this thing and it's like this piano and I'm like and he's fucking drum comes in and I'm like, and I'm like, what the, I say, what, what, what is this? She goes, oh, that's the record or whatever. So look, you see him? You see the, see the hair sticking up, the goose pimples. Mm-hmm. So I go, I gotta use that beat. Like, I already know what I'm gonna use it for. Like, I, I already got the, like, so like my daughter is actually, you know, she involved, she's, she's part of this project. Like, you know, it don't get no better than that. You know what I'm saying? That Um, means the world to you. You know? And it's just what I always say. Like, you have to listen, you have to listen to, you know, everything. When you're at a restaurant eating, I'm always listening. I'm always, you know, especially to your kids, you know, cause they be knowing. Um, so that's one of my favorites for, for all types of reasons. Um, everything else is a classic beat. That's that's the only beat that's like, you know, now. Um, everything else is, is that era. Like it's like this album, this, this album could have been done like this back then. Like in my opinion, and it's like, and it would have been like classic. It's very weird. My favorite, and it wasn't even one of the most popular songs on the album. Do you, you hear that sample? I've heard that before. I'll let you hear the song. It's the last song on the album. I did the album in the same order. I mean, it's like, yo, that shit feels like nine six. Like, <laughs> oh my god! But that's what you're able to do, not only just as a DJ, but as a producer. Is go back because you grew up during that time and you were part of that time, so you understand the sound. Of the, I don't get why the young kids don't attract to that old school sound because it's just it's just different and it's better and there's you know they they don't they don't have everything is microwave you know with the 100 you know, the, the 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 uh what do you call it the uh attention span is like like nothing they they don't have time in, in their mind they they don't have time to go back and learn this this music you know, when I was when I was a teen, you couldn't tell me not to, you know, listen to Spoonie. Like you couldn't tell, like this shit is, is embedded. Maybe because we were born with it. You know, my era I just turned fifty. You know, <clears throat> we kind of grew up, but I, even that, I still had to go back. We still had to go back a little bit, because you figure eighty-one, eighty. You know, I'm seventy-one. I'm nine years old, so. 
You still got to go back. Um, and it's never going to change. You got to let the kids do what they do because um, we did the same thing to our parents. We didn't want to hear their shit, want to hear our shit. So it's the same thing all over again. I tell DJs all the time, man, y'all got to just, y'all got to accept it, man. And, you know, you either like it or you don't. Um, but don't don't alienate the youth because it's just their turn. That don't mean we got to stop. I mean, you hear it in all the music I do. You know, the majority of music I do is going to have them drums. It's going to have that feel. You feel me? Like, because I'm a DJ that's all about making people dance. The kids now, they don't dance. So... No, and, and then when you play boom bap, they give the excuse, oh, that's only for car rides. And I think people can dance to the boom bap. Don't give me that. I hate when the young kids say that. You know, it's too many of them to uh, for you to even uh, fight that fight. Trust <laughs> me. You, you look like a young man yourself. But, uh, um, you know, I, I keep my, me, I mean, I can just talk for my daughter. I keep my daughter in tune. You know, you know, she, she, she grew up at my old school jams. She knows his music. She, you know, Super Rhymes uh, by Jimmy Spice. I mean, rest in peace. That's one of her favorite records, like when I first played, because it's like 13 minutes long, but it's a one long story about a vampire, you know, and it's hip hop. It's that, it's like that essence. So I do my best to keep my daughter balanced when it comes to the music, you know? Um, but Regrets, that, that song is one of my favorites because it wasn't one of the big records on the album. Mm -hmm. And I think I captured that feeling with that beat. That uh, it just, I don't know. I i can't wait. You know what I'm gonna do? I mean, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, it's like a fake NDNA that we're signing right now. Mm -hmm. Like I'm gonna, after we get off here, I'm going to send it to you, you know? And, and I, I, I want you to listen to it and just, you know, uh, let me know what you think. How old are you? If you don't mind. I'm 22. So from a 22-year-old, you know, I, I see Biggie on the wall. I see, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I want your opinion as to how it makes you feel. Forget if you like it. If you like it, you don't like it, whatever. But if it doesn't, if it doesn't take you back to that feeling, then I didn't do my job. And I, and I think I, I think I did my job. From the two snippets that you played me, it sounds as though that you did. I mean, it's, you know, you want to talk about locked in like nine days. Everything, everything I thought of, it, it, it was there. Everything. Every, I'm like, yeah, let me try this. Oh, shit. Crazy. Crazy. I, you know, we're going to do some, I'm going to do like a, some content. I'm going to talk about it, you know, to post. But um, I'm really, this, this I said it, I've said it to the people that I've spoken to about it, like, this is my best work. Like, and, I've, and I've done a few things in my life. 100%. You know, because of what it is originally, because of that challenge to, to meet, for me to feel like I, I, would, I, I matched it at least, that's, that's saying a lot. So we're going to see either, either, either I'm going to get, you know, going to be bad reviews or good reviews, but... I'm confident. It's going to be good reviews. If if I was judging, I don't know if the youth is, who knows what they're thinking. But you've also dibble-dabbled in horrorcore, producing for Fabulous and Jadakiss' F vs. J intro, the Freddy vs. Jason intro, which is insane. And fun fact, you haven't even seen A Nightmare on Elm Street or Friday the 13th. Man, you focus, man. 
I don't, I don't know. This is not a movie. I don't, man. I've never been into movies like that, man. My thing has been sports, man. Sports, NBA, NFL, baseball, music. Um, I didn't, you know, funny story, real quick. I bumped into Jada Kiss and Styles at the gas station over there on Riverdale, because you know, we live in proximity. And it was on a humble, they were getting gas, and I was getting gas. And Jada goes, Yo, man, I'm working on this thing with Fab, you know, for for Halloween, you know, Freddie, Jason, he gave me like the, as he's talking, I'm like, I already know what I'm gonna do. Like, I'm gonna take these fucking scary movies, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make beats out of that. That has to work. And I go ahead and do it. Um, It almost doesn't make the album because the sample clearances. Fab calls me. I don't have internet that day in my house. It's one in the morning. He's like, yo, we gotta, we gotta, you gotta do, gotta give me something else because tomorrow is the deadline. I go to the parking lot. I'm on my way to the studio. While the guy's getting me the car, I look in the office. I see all the modems and shit. I say, yo, you got internet here? He's like, yeah. I'm like, yo, can I? He's like, yeah, don't worry about it. Young kid. He, he didn't know, he didn't know who I was. But I know him for a while. He found out that night when I'm on the phone with my engineer from in LA and I'm telling him, yo, we gotta redo. We got to redo the piano for this, this, and that. And we're doing it there. And we do four different versions of it in a fucking parking lot. I do four versions. I call Fat back. I say, yo, you got to take one of these. Like, I like all of them. Calls me back. I'm going to listen. I wake up and there's a text on my phone. He's like, yo, I'm taking number three. And that's dun, dun, dun. Like, these stories are crazy. Um, and And I mean... Shout out to Swiss. Swiss did one of the good records on that too, but I think, I think it's clear I gave him the best record on that album. You know, oh, 100%. Yeah. I agree with you on that. And when, and I, no disrespect to Fab, but when Jadakiss comes in, oh. Yeah, you want to hear a fun fact? I said this on the live the other day. You want to hear a fun fact? Um, when we was in the video shoot, Jada revealed that he didn't want to rap on that beat, he, he felt it was too slow. I'm like, what? And Fab's like, yeah, he like, they was arguing because Jada wanted Fab's. He wanted to rhyme on a faster beat. And Fab was like, yeah, I already started writing. Like, I'm telling you, you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna get in a pocket with that. He was like, uh, and he tried it. And then, you know, the end result, he was like, nah, nah, smooth. That was, that was, that, that was in the pocket. So he almost didn't record that. Go figure, right? That's crazy because he bodied that. I think I think that record is the most debated record as to who had the better verse. Like it's still like nobody you can't figure it out. And that's hip hop. Just think of Blackout back in the day with the DMX records on Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood. Everyone used to debate who had the best lyrics, who had the best verse. We don't do that anymore with these trap rappers. There hasn't been that debate in a while. So when it came up, I was like, it felt good. You know what I'm saying? Like, that it was having that debate. Um, I mean, yeah, you know, I, 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 you ain't going to catch me, you know, talking about my discography and nothing like that. I, I'll leave that up to you, but I'm going to give you the story, though. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's a lot. There's a lot that we do, you know, that we do around here. Um, and, you know, that's that's all I know is the work. I'm sure you drew inspiration for that Freddie track on the FSJ intro from We Are Freddy or even the song from Will Smith and DJ Jazzy Jeff, Fresh Prince. Yeah, yeah. The Freddy tracks. 
crazy. Um, you know, it's all about it's all about evolving. You know, it's all about it ain't the first time somebody, you know, sampled those records. It's probably the first time they did it with with a song in mind that was for the actual title of the record, you know? Um I mean, I don't know. That's just my approach. I, I'm I'm very calculated calculated with um, you know how I want to present my music to the world. You feel me? Mm-hmm. It is what it is. It is what it is. What did it mean for you to receive that huge cosign Funk Flex as I saw on your website and biography of saying that I don't know another DJ that can kill Latin Club and then go body a hip hop club the next. You know, it, shout to Flex. Um, it speaks to. It speaks to it speaks to the era that I'm from. You know, I'm. You know, I don't know how far you go back with DJs and stuff, but um, I'd be remiss if I didn't give you this other fun fact. Um, back in the mixtape golden era, you heard of these this tandem called DJ Ray Double R and G Boda Pro. Mm-hmm. I've heard of them. So Double R is my actual older brother. Oh wow. A lot of people don't know that. So I come up under a legendary, you know what I'm saying? A person that that created so many, so many things, you know what I'm saying, in this hip hop as a DJ and for for, for the mixtape era, which I was in as well. Um you know, when I used to watch him DJ. You know the house parties. It was, you know, it was a, uh, it was, it was disco, it was R and B, it was house music, it was freestyle, it was slow jams, like that's what you would hear in one party. So the reggae wasn't really a thing yet, you know. The reggae kind of came up like when I kind of came into the game as, as Ted Smooth, right? Not Double R's little brother, um, and I was very much into the reggae. Um, to the point that it kind of gave me an edge because it was the hottest thing and I kind of had all the records already, you know? So part of being a DJ is to be able to play different genres of music and be able to entertain a crowd that, you know, it's rare that you have a, a party that's all black, all Spanish, all white. It's always mixed, right? So you have, and then, you know, and then, Black people love salsa and, and you know what I'm saying? The Spanish people love hip hop and, you know, so, and we all love rock music and, and you know what I'm saying? And, uh, and top 40. So I've always had to be able to be very diverse as a DJ. And I always took pride in that. So being from East Harlem um, and growing up where I grew up at, you know, I had to be, I had to have all of it. You know, we, we say folders now because it's computer, but I had to have different crates of everything. So, I mean, it's the statement kind of, I, I don't really know another DJ that that can do that, like at a high level, like literally go to the Copacabana and air that shit out and leave there and then go to Demerara's and do a whole fucking reggae night and then leave there and go to Quasimodo's and hip hop, you feel me? And then go to the devil's nest and play freestyle house music from the eighties. Like here, like at a, you know, I got, I got a crate of Indian music. Like I'm prepared for everybody. 
You feel me? And that comes with studying. That comes with watching other DJs and understanding that everybody that paid $30, $50 to come in here, they all deserve a little, a little time. You know, I'm going to give you your 15 minutes. You're not going to leave my party. Yo, but I ain't hear this. I ain't hear that. You feel me? Mm -hmm. So I've literally done that. Certain nights, I'll go to three clubs, three different whole people of it, and just and just kill. You know, everybody has Latin music, everybody has reggae, but you got to know how to play that shit. Right? It's a big difference. The records got to make sense. The same way we play hip hop, if we do a '90s set in hip hop. You got to do a 97. You got you got to know what you're playing. You can't go, you know, you know, nobody beats the biz to this is how we do it. It doesn't <laughs> doesn't work like that. So I'm going to leave that there, man. Shout out to Funk Flex. I mean, he he definitely recognized uh me being able to handle, you know, these these New York City crowds and out of town crowds that gotta know how to you gotta know where you're at you as know? well as puff daddy he's giving you the baton, puff the gave the baton man that that in this footage of that um i was there to give him um the remix to dirty money angels which the original track kind of sounded like something i did already they took a 90 sample they kind of flipped it so you know i, I took that i like i, I eh. I didn't really take it as shade, but I'm like, damn, that, that's a challenge because that's my lane. You feel me? Mm -hmm. And uh, and in two days, I called Puff, you know, Puff when you're in the studio, listen, he turns on lights and, you know, he makes it feel like a club and called him up and I was like, yo, turn the lights back on, nigga. I said, I'm on my way. He was like, get the fuck. I said, turn the lights on. And I came in there, man, I played that shit. He loved it. Called a bunch of people in and uh, and I was just getting a shout out. Like, I remember the Mino, the little recorder, the Mino. I was like, yo, can you give me a shout out? And he was just like, I mean, you know, I passed the baton to the, my, my, you know, DJ Test Move, ah, whatever. And it was just like, wow, like, you know, that's real shit. You feel me? Coming from Puff. And, you know, if anybody knows Puff, he's a music guy. Like, you're not going to, chances are he's going to find a hole somewhere in your shit. But he was like, and I've done so much with them, you know, like, so yeah, man, big, the price went up. When exactly. he said that. <laughs> I kid big you time. not. 2013, 2014 global spin awards. You win remixer of the year. That's gotta be your biggest accomplishment. Is it not? Well, I won it three times in a row. I won it back to back to back. I forget, but yeah. It just got, it got to the point, you know, you know, I was a little upset because I'm, you know, I want to see, like I've always said, I, like I'd rather be in a, in a good fight and lose than to beat somebody up that can't fight because there's, there's no fun in that. Right. The, the whole point is to enjoy the fight. And, you know, it was like when, when they, when they announced the category, like the whole place is like, you remember, like, it's just a weird feeling. Like, I'm like, you know, so I spoke to Sean Press and I'm like, listen, like, forget that category. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me just 
help you behind the scenes. Let me just be a part of this. Let me, you know, let me be part of production. I don't know something because the, 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 the competition ain't there because just, um, did not, there wasn't that many DJs into it. Right. It does not. And me, I, I don't care who calls me. Like you call me, I can probably hear it here. You know, I want, I want, I want competition. I want there to be 10 dudes that I'm like, yo, damn, hold on. You know, he might drop this week. And I like that. I come from the mixtape era. We all was trying to like, you know, and, and, and he was like, yo, like, I can't, you know, like what you do is it matters to the DJs and, and they want to give you your flowers. So, you know, I was just like, all right, cool. And, but it always felt a little uncomfortable, but at the same time, you know, coming from my peers, you know, that, 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 you know, that says everything about uh, the respect that they have and the fact that I'm just giving them something that they feel has value mm -hmm. from the DJs and the artists. You got to understand, you know, sometimes, you know, either I don't know the artists or whatever. And, you know, I have not one, I mean, I haven't had one artist get upset, you know, because it, it only helps them. You feel me? So this is a very unique thing that I've been able to make a lane out of it and be consistent. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm humbled by, by Global Spinning War. Shout out to Sean Press. Shout out to everybody. Ho hopefully it comes back. But um, yeah, that's, that's, that's our Grammys. You know, like, like he says, um, it really is our Grammys. You know, I've never been in a room with all the DJs, like, like literally everybody, like it was crazy. Um, that first year in particular, you know, so yeah, good times, good times, you know. Ted Smooth Straight Face, you remember the tagline was your way of being aggressive on records, of getting your point across of saying it, that you're in the building, this is you. Well, there's, there's another story behind that that I really don't I've, I, I, I don't care to talk about it mm -hmm. but um I will say um you know it came from one of the biggest records that I've ever produced do you know where the track the tag came from what's uh, what song uh it's called no music no by music. The Voice of Harlem no music okay no I don't even know if you knew that I even produced that record no, I didn't know that. That's that's the foundation of Light Feet of that whole that whole dance community. Um wow. legendary record. That record will never die. Um so in the beginning of that record, Voice of Harlem, you know, he didn't really know much about the recording process. Um, you know, he did chicken noodle soup with Webstar and Young B and that was him coming to the studio. They turned the mic on. He did one take and he left. You know, so I knew that he could freestyle and and you know and and but he knew nothing about bars and stuff. So now, mind you, Voice of Harlem was one of my brother's friends, mm -hmm. and you know he knows me since I was six years old, seven years old, um, and I just knew that he needed his own song, you know, because the way he felt that he was being embraced wasn't what it was and uh came to the studio and i'm like listen just just we're gonna do four takes you just say whatever you're gonna say whatever you make up whatever four times so we did that 
and I tell him to come out and when you hear the record, it sounds like he just recorded that, but it's like a line from the third take that rhymed over there. And let me put that over here. Like I literally paper mache verses. Like, and he couldn't believe it. Like he didn't even understand what I was doing when I played it back. He was like, yo, what the fuck just happened? I was like, I literally just produced this record. Like, but the intro, um, you know, Wicked, wicked, what? You hear it. Uno, dos. Mic check. One, two, one, two. Wicked, whoop. One, whoop, one, whoop, uno, uno. Mic check. One, two, one, two. Wicked, whoop, whoop. Brand new collaboration. Wicked, 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 whoop. Test moon, straight face. You remember, along with the voice of Harlem. Boom, knock, knock. Who is it? Record takes off. So I didn't think nothing of it. That's just the record. Now, that was 05 going into 06. In 07, you know, I'm like, what am I, you know, what am I gonna do now? What, what's the next thing? And I called my boy James Cruz, close friend of mine, one of my mentors, and have a meeting with him. And he goes, yo, you know, it'll come to you, man. Just just think about what you can do really well and just and just push that shit and just go. I'm driving around, I'm like, damn, I'm like, yeah, I'm looking around, like, yo, Puff ain't really doing remixes, Jermaine Dupree, nobody, remixes don't even exist no more. So I'm like, you know, I mean, I still do these DJ blends, right? And some of them, you know, Lumi D, uh-oh, that, that was literally a, a DJ blend. I took an acapella, put it over a beat, put virtual it Virtual DJ. And it, huh? Don't you eventually get into virtual DJ? No, well, Serato. Serato. Yeah, I never use I've never used virtual DJ, but I say that to say the foundation of my remixes is DJ blends. Okay, take an acapella, put it with a different beat, give it a different feel. It's a new record, you know. I just call it remixes because I I get paid if I call it a remix. If I call it a blend, they're like, oh, that's just a blend, you know. So, um, I put out Chris Brown with you. With you, with you, I put the, I put the, um, Karis one, the bridges over drums with the LL, I need love pianos, you know, I put it out. Five fucking days later, every fucking DJ in the world is like, yo, my new shit, my new shit. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, yo, like, I gotta do something about that. So now Canada's talking all over his goddamn records. And it's like, nobody cares. I'm like, all right, what if Cal is doing? Let me just, let me just say some shit on it. So the next year, uh, I Love Your Girl by The Dream. My personal favorite remix I've ever done of all time. I take Lollipop from Lil Wayne. You know, that shit is like 84 BPMs. I, I gradually speed it up to like 92. You don't even, you don't even realize it's happening. And then the drums from Madonna Let's keep it together, come in one of my favorite drums. And he's like, that summer was amazing. But I'm talking in the intro. I'm like, you know, I'm easing it in, right? And, you know, hopefully the DJs accept it. And I'm like, you know, hey, clap, come on. And, you know, test move, you know, straight face. You remember, right? Nobody says nothing. Nobody cares. The DJs are playing it, whatever. I'm like, all right, I'm good. You know, a year later. 
blame it for Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx. So that was the infamous one where, where I said it the way you know it. You know, tense, move straight face. You remember like in my kitchen, me and my engineer Choco, we in my kitchen literally doing this shit because it's just where we was at. And I don't even have a mic. I wish I had a picture of this. I don't even have a mic boom. He, he becomes the human mic boom and he's holding the mic like this with his arm in my kitchen. I got, I got an open kitchen as a counter. I have Ty, my daughter was uh, 3504, 048, she was five years old. I took her little purple chair from her Dora four chair table set and I put it on top of the counter. I got my laptop on the counter. It's a mess. And I do the drop and I'm nervous as hell. Cause I come from the era, you know, you put your name on sign, niggas ain't playing that shit. You feel me? Man, and that Jamie Foxx, that blame it. Forget about it. He used it at the Grammys like that shit was like crazy. And it's like, oh, you'll never top that. You'll never top that. Oh, that's the greatest thing since sliced bread, whatever. And then it just became, I became addicted to like, let me do another one. Oh, you don't think I can do another one? Okay, let me do another one, which is the hardest thing to do. Now, mind you, I'm attacking records that are number one. I'm attacking records that, like, really, you're going to make that better? Um, and Love on Top, you know, Happy, you know, um, Adorn. Nah, nah, with Trey Songs. I mean, yeah, it, it, it's crazy. So Loyal with Chris Brown, he put the locks on there. You know, um, you know, Styles P calls me, he... He says, I, I never miss, you know what I'm saying? Like shit like that is like weird to me. But, um, you know, it, it's just, um, it's a, it's a, it's a gift that, uh, I don't know fucking, I don't know notes and music. I, I don't know none of that. I just, it just sounds good to me. You know, obviously I check it with my engine. I'm like, if this is right. And then we'll adjust it to respect the singer, right? You don't want to, other than that, you know, I kind of got a formula that hasn't failed me yet. And that tag, that tag has a dollar sign on it now, you know? Well, for a while, you know, like artists call it and like, you'll make sure you put the tag on it because it is, it's a cosign, you know? But shout the voice of Harlem, you know, um, you know, I gave him a classic record that he performs to this day. And, uh, and he gave me a tagline that's like, one of the greatest taglines like of all time, you know, it's, it's a really good one. Have you ever thought of remixing or using uh 80s beat such as I Go to Work by Kumo D and incorporating that into something today? Or have you came up with any ideas from artists of the 80s such as Kumo D to use a beat from? I mean, the majority, I, I, I couldn't give you the percentage, but, you know, I, I tap into... 70s, 80s, 90s, like I, you know, those are my eras. I, like mm -hmm. I, I know that music. That Rolodex is in my head. You know, I hear something and it just goes there. It's the weirdest thing. Um, you know, uh slide for um for her. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've heard slide mm -hmm. fire, like you know, to the point, you know, shout out to Jeff Robinson, manager. I know Jeff sent it to Jeff. You know, she liked it so much that she performs my version of the record when she's performing with her band. 
you know, boom, boom, boom. But I guess, you know, and uh, shout out to my guy, Glue, the producer. He played the bass on that. He played the keys. He, that's the first time that, that's the first time that he's seen me actually working, like doing what I do. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, yo, what the fuck? Like, like how, how did you think of that shit? And I was like, it just comes, you feel me? Like, and then, you know, he chimed in and, you know, we got some, we got so much dope shit coming that it's it's gonna be it's, it's gonna be an interesting summer. Um, you know, the kid Capella that has a song Gallus probably has the biggest record now. You know, I've embraced him and we got we got two fucking scud missiles that, you know, uh that he's excited about. Um so I'm in tune, man. I'm in tune with the older guys, I'm in tune with the new artists. Um, and I take it as a challenge, you know, because it's very hard to to live in both worlds. You feel me? Like, you know, at a high level. You know what I'm saying? So if a cool mode beats, if a cool mode beat makes sense for what the acapella is, no problem. Like I, I've tapped into shit that's like, really? You know? <laughs> but if it works, it works. You know what I'm saying? I got a I got a very small circle of of trusted ears that uh, if if my work doesn't get through them, it'll never see the light of day. Mm-hmm. And it has happened. It has happened a few times. Like some things that I'm, I think is the greatest thing since sliced bread, they're like, you're bugging. Like, <laughs> I'm like, all right, you know, you say it is it, it goes in the garbage. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So, uh, yeah. I love to see you do some work with Cool Keith beats. Shout out to Cool Keith. He's been on my show. Oh, shit! Ultra Magnetic. Are you kidding yeah. me? Or, or even like when he was doing Sex Style or Doctor Octagon and Black Elvis. I mean, well, you know, I, I'll tell you this: that you know, I'll talk about the formula, right? Because I have no problem paying it forward, right? You know, the key to this, yeah, I've done some fire shit. You know, there was a time when I was like, you know what? You know, whatever. I'm gonna show these dudes that I'm a real producer. Like, I'm not gonna use a popular sample. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna do something, and loved it. You know, but I know the rules. You know, from radio to regular people, you got 15 seconds to convince them that they should hear this record. And if they don't recognize something, chances are they're not gonna. Your thing could be on the 25th second, it won't get there. <laughs> <laughs> so I say that to say the first thing that any record starts with is the beat. So whew, I'm a yawner. Um, trust me, I am going to use something that is DJ friendly, that is nine to fivers friendly, because what do I have to prove to anybody? You know, I want to put out the best remix, I, the best produced record I can. So if it has a sample in it, so be it. Um, you know, something is going to be familiar. You know, now there are records that are, you know, that are original records um, or produced records that uh, that that don't, but um, it's not put out as a remix. You know, those are just times that I get paid to produce. You know. Um, I don't think nobody recognized, you know, the, the Fab and Jada 
they, I don't think, oh, yeah, that, I mean, they kind of put two and two together, but nobody could be, yo, what, what's that Freddie Jeff? What's that Freddie Cougar sample? They're going to be like, ding, ding, ding. Doesn't happen. Like, I chopped it up. I, I made it a thing, you know? So, yeah, trust me, I'm tapped into, um, I'm, you know what I used? I used, uh, I, for some, a remix, uh, play for right now. Hold on. Uh, shout out to Uncle Murder. Uh, Murder, Ted Smooth. I used um, Do Something. Um, hold on. Oh, didn't Funk Flex play that before? Funk Flex has played that on his show. Yeah, Flex, Flex, hold on. Come on. Do something, hold on. Okay, drums. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ultra Mag. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Classic. Yeah, classic. That joint hard. Um, you know, I got this thing called the Test Move USB. I don't know if you're familiar. It's uh it's my whole life on one. It's like the best business card ever. Oh, that's fire. Hold on. Well, it's trying you can see to that clear. You can see it clear. Yeah, you see? Yep. Um, this thing has my entire life on it. Uh, I, I, I'll get your info and I'll mail you one. And it's a, it's a USB. It goes into your car, your without computer. It has uh, every mixtape I've ever done, which is 22, 23. And it has every remix I've ever done. It's like almost 200. Like my whole life is on here. Um, it's like 15 hours of music. Um, and it's on my website, djtestmove.com. And I forget what's on here sometimes, you know? But every time, you know, if I got a nice drive or whatever, whatever, I pop it in. And I got I got this series called um, Breaks to the Beats. I did two, volume one, volume two. I, I started volume three, but I stopped. It's, you know, a lot of a lot of DJs have had um, mixtapes where they use samples from the records and they kind of, oh, oh, this is where that came from. Um, like, I broke down the record, broke it down to the sample and built it back up to the record. Like seamless. It's it's the it's it's the dopest ride. Like if it's, it's the dopest listen. Like if you if you if you into hip hop, you know, breaks to the beast part one and two. Um like I'm proud of that because nobody has really put it together where it just flows. You know, it was it was a, it was very hard to do. But I uh, I took my favorite, you know, '80s '90s records, and and I I kind of showed everybody where the samples come from. Pretty fucking cool. Did you that's ever work with the Gas Face beat? Because I think that's one of the greatest beats of all time by Third Base. Gas Face. Um. That's a that's a. And shout to um. Shout to MC Surge. That's my guy. Um. Fuck out of, I'm a pop a nigga, lay a nigga down, like...
Yep, that's it. You see that? That beat got that. It got that. That uh, I know it came out before. Um, what is it? What is it? Who is it? Butterfly? Uh, uh, uh come on. Uh, Pop goes the weasel. No, the D light. The girl. Um, uh, you you beat to rap, but you beat. I'm cool like that. Okay. Okay. It yeah. Like it got that jazzy baseline kind of feel. Diggable planets. Diggable planets. So, again, you know, the music is going to bring the energy to the acapella and the remix. So, if something ever comes up where it takes me to that sound, yeah, I'll gladly go. You know, mm-hmm. it's all about the feeling I get and what I want that record to feel, to feel like. You know, so you're definitely going to get a USB. <laughs> um. Yeah. Last year, 2020, the Fat Joe show happened, Instagram Live due to COVID-19. You became his DJ on Friday nights. It's been an amazing experience. You've been chopping it up with him every Friday night, especially with the DMX tribute that you did. And everyone was tuned in for that. Man, uh, uh, you know, shout to Instagram, but God damn it. Instagram kind of threw a wrench in, in that night because... The sound, because Fat Joe kept saying, turn it up, turn it up. But it's in, that was Instagram. That wasn't you. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, fat, you know, Joe's in the moment. The, you know, <laughs> we spoke after that, and I was like, dude, like, um, uh, yeah, man, Instagram, uh, you know, they, 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 I don't know what the war is with, the, with us, with me, whatever, but they definitely threw a monkey wrench in the sound. For, for for that particular moment of time, um, I mean it's back now. You know everything is sounding amazing, but yeah, they, 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 it was it was bad. Um, I know that. I think he he was in New York, and we did the we did the Joker show from my studio, and I got a chance to do the set again. You know we had a good time, and he was there, and you know we got a chance to really give it to the people the way we wanted to. Um, but man, Fat Joe, I mean. Shout out to his daughter Ozzy because Fat Jordan wasn't even on Instagram, you know? Pandemic hit and, and she was like, you know, like, go on there, talk to the people, you know? Um, unbeknownst to him, I was doing Touch the People a few years back. Every every day at 12 o'clock, I would, I would come on for an hour for those people having a bad day at work, you know, whatever it is. Like, for that one hour, we get to talk, I get to play music and you know, I give back to the people. And uh, when the pandemic happened, I just kept on doing what I always was doing. And he just pops up and he's like, yo, you know, eight o'clock, I'm doing it. And I was like, man, that's dope. And uh, I think I jumped on one time where he early, right? He was probably was a few months in. And uh, he was like, yo, 10, and I, you know, I know Joe 30 years. Yo, come through Friday, I, I jump in. I'm like, all right, whatever. Man, I jump in and uh, it just, it just, it put the icing on that cake. You know, mm-hmm. like, like 
Fat Joe is, you know, filet mignon. Like, you know, Fat Joe is Fat Joe. Living legend, you know, the best steak, right? But when you put that sauce on a steak, it, it really, you know what I mean? So, like, I'm the sauce, you feel me? He's great, you know? I'm great. We're great, separate. But together, you know, two Latinos, you know, like, it, it's it's really a, it, it's really an unstoppable energy you know yeah because we don't i don't really i don't really hurt we don't you know what i'm saying that's just <laughs> literally off the cuff you feel me so um we've we we you know i did a few shows with him you know i did the tiny desk shout out to the tiny desk that was amazing like that's unrehearsed like that's like me playing the hook and we did nothing. He walked in, yo, 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 boom, boom, boom. And, and so I'm looking forward to that. You feel me? Like, and I've never worked with Joe. We know each other forever. We never got a chance to work. So I'm looking forward to like, really? You're going to put us both in a room and think we not going to fucking shock the world? You know, shout out to Fat Joe, man. That's my brother. And Rich Player, Uncle Dan, the whole, you know, Khaled. Um, it's it's a great opportunity. Um, you know, I've always felt you know, it's just a matter of time and uh, it, it's overdue. You know what I'm saying? This should have happened a long time ago, but God tells you when, when the time is right. And we ain't going nowhere. No. Like, this is nothing. You know what I'm saying? This is nothing compared to what's what's coming. You feel me? So, you know, shout to Joe, man. I appreciate it. You know, he he uh, he saw that diamond in the rough. You feel me? Mm-hmm. For real. Have you had talks with him about taking the show to TV? I know he's on Revolt, but taking the T to a live station where you do the show live out of a studio and you're the DJ, kind of whereas Jimmy Kimmel has a live band in the background, but you're the DJ. Close <laughs> to that. Oh. I mean, I mean, he says it all the time. He says it. So, I, you know, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, we, we belong, you know, I mean, we live, you know, I mean, he does it, you know, he does it six days a week. Right. So Monday through Friday, you know, he's literally saving lives. Like at the end of the day, right. The DJs, let me just say this. The, the one thing that we know that happened in the pandemic is that the DJs are so important to the world to people like we have literally saved lives and physically mentally most importantly we've saved lives um i had a dude come up to me shout to ralph billy the owners of pmd paul morris distillery in the bronx we just did the puerto rican day weekend block party and i'm sitting there chavez and selling the story to my girl, shout out to Nazi. And I'm sitting there just waiting around, talking with my guys. And he comes out to me, goes, yo, man, you know, I know you don't know me, but I wanna, I wanna thank you. I wanna, I wanna thank me for what? You know, last year I had a I had a disco jam in the Bronx. I had little Louis Vega in the Bronx at my disco jam with no security for free. That will never happen again. Grandmaster Flash was just a fan that day. 
I mean, I'm talking, I don't know how I'm going to top that. So he goes, you know, last year, you know, you did the disco. I said, yeah, it was right across the street. He goes, man, you know, COVID, you know, my wife, she lost a few family members. You know, it was rough, you know, and, and uh, to the point that, you know, she almost admitted herself to the hospital mentally. Wow. She couldn't take it. He says, this guy almost started crying. He goes, I convinced her to, to go come out, be around people. He says, bro, if I had a million dollars, I would give it to you. He goes, you, you saved her. He's a grown ass man. This is what we do. All my Motu Jazz are free. I pay for everything for 19 years. This is what we do. We, we, we give back. You feel me? And I get this all the time in my DMs. People thanking me and it's humbling, but this guy says, no, she was on her way out. And I can't, I have no words to thank you. I've been looking for you to tell you this. <laughs> he said, I've gone to events and I got the lady, you're not there. I don't know what to do. Like I hugged him. I was like, yo, bro, are you kidding me? So I could imagine Joe gets the same thing, right? So yeah, we, we, we deserve to share our energy literally to the world. You feel me? Because we're gonna do it anyway. So you might as well put you might as well put it on the biggest stage and the biggest scale you can. Um, you know, I'm gonna leave it at that, you know. Now, as far as readable doubt, remixable doubt, what Fat Joe album would you remix? Mm, probably the first one. Represent? That Flow Joe. Well, yeah, Flow Joe was on there. Mm -hmm. It has to be. Hold on. Produced by Diamond D. Mm. Digging in the crates. Mm -hmm. Hold on. One second. The Don Cartagena. I don't think I got SoundCloud. I think you send me something on SoundCloud. I'm going to send it to you. We transfer how I usually send it to you. Yeah. You know what that is, right? No. <laughs> I remixed the entire Reasonable Doubt. Album. Oh, I need it on Wheat Transfer. I, I hear it on the plane tomorrow. I'm headed up top tomorrow, so I'll listen to it on the plane. Light a cigar, brother. It's good. Light a cigar? Bro. I can't light one on the plane, I mean, though. I mean, you know. Ah, Joe. Light a cigar. Yeah, this guy's great. Joe is one of those. I'm going to send, send it right now. Oh, uh, brother. Hi, <laughs> uh, Joe. Crazy. Hold on. I mean, we could talk. I'm just going to send it to him now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Fat Joe. Do you, he was on the show last year. How was that? It was good. We talked old hip hop, old school hip hop. Talked all about his old school albums. Talked about pun. My God, he was there. Yeah. 
that Joe, like, come on. The guy is, he's like literally, he's like one whole brick of the wall that create, like it's, it's crazy. So yeah. Um, Capital punishment, one of the greatest of all time. Pun, man, so many stories of pun. Um, you know, sometimes I feel bad for people, you know, because it, it, that era, it, if you missed it, you know what I'm saying? If you missed it, you just missed it. Like, it, it, it's, I'm so glad that, that I got to share some of that with my daughter and continue to. But man, what? Hip hop is the biggest thing in the world. Like, what? <laughs> and, and, and listen, there ain't that many, you know, like I'm, I'm, I think I'm, I'm somewhere in there. I'm a part of it somehow a little, you know what I mean? I got, got contributions. You feel me? Like it's crazy. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, but going back to what you were saying, man, uh, uh, I think, uh, you know, what we, what we do as DJs, producers and artists, it's, it's a real priceless thing because to be able to um, to change the way somebody feels. Listen, 2004, I DJed inside the Colosseum in Rome where people with Lions ate people, 10,000 people. You can't, I, I can't even explain the feeling. Do you know how the feeling of having the power to grab a microphone and tell everybody, jump, move that way. It is, it is a drug, like it's a drug. I've done Summer Jam, Busta Rhymes, like what, you know, that, that can't, I feel bad that people don't get to experience that feeling, you know? You know, me coming to a club and, and, and I'm, I'm, and it's really the energy area, you know, paying no mind to the DJ. And, and I go in there and, and everybody drop what they doing. And they like, oh shit, we dancing. This music is sweat. This has never felt like work to me. I am so, um, I'm so appreciative. I'm so humbled and I'm so blessed to be able to do this. And, and feed my family and see the world and the day that it feels like work then I'll be a fucking plumber you know because I'm not going to do this if, if it doesn't bring me that joy you know that's what um, they say if you love what you do you never work a day in your life it's it's I mean I know we we going on a, you know we going on a tangent right here but you know you know if you, if you got my time I got I got to give you I gotta give you the real, you feel me? Like, I gotta give the people the things that are that they're gonna take with them and put in the pocket and apply it 
to anything else that they're doing in life. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Um, cause it, doing the music, doing the records, that's easy shit. Like I, I did blame it in six minutes, like literally. Like, I mean, I don't know if you've been in sessions. You know, it happens just like that. You feel me? Um, it's how you manage, how you present it, and how you carry it that is gonna last. You feel me? Forever. Um, that you know, that is. You know, I started my 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 documentary years ago. Um, I got some amazing interviews. I got some, you know, and and we stopped. It's called "Who Is Ted Smooth?" Because that there's still some people out there that think that I'm black, that I'm a black guy. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah. Um, I understand it. I get it. You know, where I grew up at. You know, the way I talk. You know, if you hear me on the phone, you're like, oh, he's Dominican. You know, like it's like, <laughs> you know, right? So. That's the thing, you know, people know my music everywhere in the world, but I could be standing right next to them and they're like, I've had people tell me like, you ain't no tattoo. I gotta show them my tattoo. I gotta show them my fucking arm and shit. Um, so a lot of unfinished things, you know, but it's a, it's a um, and shout to you, you know, again, you know, COVID, we survived. You know, that whole thing. I mean, we should have said that. That should have been the first thing we said. But um, I just turned 50, man. 50 yard line. Right? Thank you. And uh, it's like, okay, like, what are we doing? Like, we just starting up. Like, I'm ready to go. It's the weirdest thing. But uh, yeah. You're ready yeah. now. Now that the doors are open back up, you can start doing some performances here. You're ready to get back out there. Yeah, the, the calendar. Hold on. You think you can pick me up from this house? I didn't see this. Yes. Sorry. No, it's all good. 17-year-old scheduling. <laughs> it's crazy, man. I posted a picture the other day. And the whole weekend, every every person is like, yo, my God, Ty's so big. You know, when people see a kid growing up, literally, it's like, the hell? Um, I mean, it's all love. I, I, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm really, really grounded, you know? A lot of people don't understand how I do all that I do, but, you know, Time management, you know, you just gotta make your time count. You know, it's important, very important. Mm-hmm. But you're someone that gives back, team, give back, do a lot of charity, and that's important. You're good. You're good. How long have you been doing this? I've been doing this for four years. You're good. Thank you're you. Segway, you're a Segway master. <laughs> <laughs> You're good. Um, uh, team give back. What can you say? Bunch of guys that, uh, you know, that pay it forward, that want to give back, that will do a turkey drive. You know, we do, you know, Mother's Day, you know, we, you know, 
I managed the garden for 20 years. That was open to the public for free. Uh, keep kids out of trouble. We do old school jams. We probably one of the most gratifying things, you know, that, uh, that I'm a part of is my nonprofit. And, uh, you know, I just, I just come up under, you know, the guise of you got to give back. You got to pay it forward. If it, if it doesn't cost you nothing to help somebody help them, you know, um, you know, I don't talk much about it because it doesn't matter. You feel me? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't want that attention, you know, just know that we're doing great things. You feel me? And the less fortunate um, we are, we always have them in, in, in our minds and in our hearts. You know what I'm saying? So if I could, if I could, if I could, if I could bring the greatest DJs in the world to a park, you know, and there's never no violence, there's never no incidents, never no nothing. You could bring as many people as you want, your family, your kids, and you know it's gonna be safe, and you know it's gonna be food, and you're gonna have a great time, and it don't cost you a dollar. It's nothing to talk about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're leading by example. You know, we're leading by example. Shout out to Team Give Back, man. Team Give Back. It's important. It's an important movement that you created. No yeah. doubt about it. Any other ventures that you have coming up, Ted Smooth? I'm sure we got the remixable doubt coming. And any anything else? I know you're still working with behind the speaker. Behind the speaker. It 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 didn't get to see the light of day because I wanted to present it. I want that belongs on TV. You know, obviously COVID happened and, you know, everybody's doing interviews and everybody's, and it's fine. But, you know, I shot that for TV. And now that the market has settled, okay, I know what I got. So now, you know, I'm going to present it, you know, to the right people. And then hopefully they, they appreciate not only the interviews, but, me as the interviewer, right? And the, and the stories that I share personally with these people that you're not gonna get nowhere else. Um, you know, congrats on my brother, Nori. Nori, Nori's Drink Chaps is great because no one has the stories that Nori has because they're with his colleagues. So my show is the same thing. It's just a DJ sitting down with his <laughs> friend talking shit. I mean, I don't drink, I don't smoke, but they could, you know? So behind the speaker, that's definitely coming. I got a, uh, I mean, have you, have you ever seen an interview with Funkmaster Flex? It's not gonna happen. Yeah. You know, like I sat with Flex. My interview with Flex was so crazy that at the end of it, people were apologizing to him because they thought he was such an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, yo, we thought you was a dick. <laughs> he was like, eh, just do radio. Um, shout to DJ Camillo. You're not gonna see interviews with him. Clark Kent. Red Alert, Brucey B, Jazzy Joyce. Those are in the can, you know? Shout to the team. Um, you know, we shot that five cameras, real shit, you know? And I got the opportunity to wear another hat as an interviewer. So I got to bring that back, but it got to be presented in the right way. You know, it just has to. And, 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 and those interviews are never going to get old. So no. when, if and when, it, you know, Maybe, you know, you could think with Jopra, 
off of Joe Burrow. You know what I'm saying? Um, the blend battles. The, that is the hottest thing right now. I have this this thing, this platform called the Blend for Blend Battle Series. If you go to my Instagram, you'll see some of the videos and stuff. You know, I I provided an amazing platform for for the DJs that do blends. You know, that particular thing. You know, DMC is for the DJs that scratch. Nobody has really tapped into this blend thing, you know. And this next battle, July 11th, no, July, July 18th, it's our fifth battle. I do it once a month at Speed World, this garage in Queens. It's so grimy. It looks amazing. And the talk is, every battle has been the best battle. The last one went into overtime, like sudden death. You know, so I'm there, I'm hosting. People are there, we drinking, shout to Duce, you know, and uh, it's amazing. Are you in New York? Me? I actually live in Connecticut, but my show takes place in New York. Okay, you have to come. I'm going to give you a personal invite. July 18th, it's Sunday, um, to feel that culture. You feel me? Um, the judges are amazing, all legendary guys. And uh, it has really shot, you know, it has shot an energy through the DJ community that uh, people are loving. You feel me? That belongs on TV. I got people. I got people on Instagram for three hours and they don't move. You know, um, my t- my Twitch page is out of control because you can literally see four cameras and all that on the Twitch. Shout to Nino Flex and the Vibe God. Those are my guys. We have a team of three. It's amazing. Um, I have obviously the USB. I got my brand like no other. I gotta get you some gear too. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm sure you've seen it. Oh, yeah, I've seen it on Instagram, yeah. like no other, yeah. The brand is going crazy. The clothing is moving. You know, what 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 it resonates, what it stands for. You don't want to be like nobody else. Be like no other. Um, That's happening. Um, The old school jams, the roller jams are happening. Um, uh, I'm forgetting something. Oh, I'm dropping a, it's called For the Skaters. It's uh it's an entire blend project for the for roller skaters. They got a, like a roller skating vibe. I'm dropping that probably at the next roller skating jam, which is June, July 10th. Um a lot going on. You know, follow me on Instagram. Everything is up there. Um I think that's pretty much it. And my daughter's going to college next year. Oh, congratulations on no, that! What, what college? She's, you know, she's a soccer player, so we, she's undecided. Undecided. So she's a senior next year, and then to college. I can't, I can't believe it. What college do you do you have in the back of your mind that you hope she may go to? Is I, it local, or do you, or do you want her to go somewhere far, experience life somewhere else? She, she wants. She likes Boston. She likes, you know, there's great schools in Boston. She likes a few. I think, you know, I think I think she'll end up over there. I don't know. I want her to stay in New York, obviously, but you know, I got one more year to, com- you know, to to convince her. But um, I mean, it's right there. I got people in Boston, so we good. You know what I'm saying? I mean, <laughs> she already knows. She has uncles anywhere she goes in the world. She's gonna have uncles there. Um, you know, um, you know, uh, the Haven Studios. 
you know, an amazing space, you know what I'm saying, um, that uh, we're working in here. Um, yeah, just an amazing time to be test move, you know? 100%. Yeah, and I appreciate you. I remember, I'm trying, I remember, I remember seeing, I think you had reached out and I remember tapping in and I was like, damn, you might've had another background. Back, Did you? Uh, on Instagram, like is my profile picture? No, no, no. Like, like you've been doing it from, from this, what that's a room. That's what, it, where, where is that? Yeah, this is the, yeah. Yep. So you've been doing it from here all this time. Mm-hmm. Well, as soon as COVID hit. Yeah. Right. So I remember seeing a different backdrop. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. I was actually in a studio. I was in the St. John's university studio, but now right. with and, COVID they have us all at our homes. And and I remember, I remember like here and I was like, this guy sounds like a little old, like he sounds like an older guy. Like, and I know he was young and I was like, he's pretty good. Um, and then, you know, I don't know what happened. And eventually, you know, you, you got to, to the right people. Um, and I'm glad that I got to make this happen. Um, um, you know, it is what it is. Um, oh, what, yeah. else is there, what else is there to talk about? <laughs> yeah, much. I always forget something because, you know, there's so much going on, but I think we've covered everything. Yeah, we, we covered everything, Tess Moving. I want to thank you for coming on the show. Thank you, St. John's University. Thanks you, you know, located in Queens. And, you know, you're based in New York, so we respect and love what you do. Keep giving us those classic remixes. And I know those y'all amazing- doing some parties, man. All you got to do is who's the, who's the party coordinator over there? The party coordinator? Oh, I have now that I'm in my house and... I've been away from campus for a year. I have no idea because the people that I knew all got shipped home. Right. So you are still in school. I walk in July. So congratulations, brother. Yeah. Hey, brother. Appreciate it. Oh, of course. I appreciate that. You know, thank you for all the stories that you told on the platform here today. You know, you're always welcome on the show. Thank you for everything that you do for hip hop and keeping it real because as a young head out here, I'm not a big fan of what's going on. Amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. I for I, I foresee us doing uh, some things, and I'm definitely going to invite you to a lot of things. And uh, you know, um, I consider you a friend now. Um, you know, you 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 should get my number, or you know, reach out to Janelle, whatever you need on this end, to whatever capacity. Uh, I'm, I'm supporting you. I'm supporting what you do. Thank you. Definitely, man. Pleasure being on here, man. Uh, and uh, that's it. Appreciate you. Yeah, Tess, why don't you enjoy the rest of your night, man? Love, you already know. Yeah. 100.